What is up, everybody? <clears throat> there I go again. Trademark throat clearing. Anyway, I do these very impulsively. But it is very enjoyable. You know, certain rituals, certain consistencies. I don't know, they bring joy. You know, and I have no idea who's listening to it. I know some people are listening. And that feels good. You know, kind of a kind of a conversation of sorts, but I don't know, it's one of those things that I highly encourage people to find little rituals like that, just things you do every day, and not for the reward, like not for the outcome, just for the process, you know, it's one of the things that I've really been blessed with, is that one of my favorite things to do, regardless of outcome, is to work out. So I've always been in pretty good shape. You know, a lot of people who struggle with uh, extolling or, you know, reaping the benefits of a workout regimen do so because they find the process unpleasant. That speaks a lot to character. You know, if someone can drag their ass and do something for their own good that's unpleasant, like they do not enjoy it, that's that's impressive. Like my uh, my physical conditioning is not attributed to me overcoming unpleasantries or resistance like that. My favorite thing to do is work out. So it would be peculiar and kind of indicative of a character defect if I didn't you know <laughs> maintain some like decent conditioning it'd be strange so anywho character's important you know but I, I think one of the ways to develop it you know, like one of the strongest ways is to really Pick your own rituals. You know, pick your own goals. Really define for yourself what happy is. You know, one thing I don't really enjoy that I do power through as much as possible, not nearly as much as I probably could, is like self-examination of, you know, my incentives and my actions. Are my goals really mine? Are they really the ones I want? You know, I've been doing some stand-up comedy lately. It's super fun. Gets the adrenaline pumping. It's out of the comfort zone. But <clears throat> as far as like any type of aspirations that I had about maybe making a career out of it, I'm not sure, you know? It's not there's a redundancy to it that most people don't realize you know like if you're a comedian you tell the same jokes a lot like Steve Martin has a thing on masterclass.com where you know he talks about comedians back in the old days when they put together a routine that killed that was their bread and butter you know, there wasn't this channel for it to get so mass-produced and distributed 
that they constantly had to be coming up with new shit. You know, old vaudeville acts and stuff like way back in the day. Yeah. Like if you had a solid 15 to 30 minute comedy act, you could do that thing forever. Like that could be your entire career. You know, you just kind of slightly improve it. That's why if you see old vaudeville acts, like old school magicians, like the confidence that they would perform their acts with, like you just don't see that today because people don't do the same thing so many times. You know, if someone was so good at something that they could make a career at it and then did so for decades, you know, just the, the level of precision that would just start flowing naturally is, is wild. You know, now, like as a comedian, like you have to tell the same jokes a lot. There is a lot more freedom to evolve, but still, like, I'm not a huge fan of, you know, <laughs> I don't like grinding travel. Like, I am not a big fan of it, you know, and professional comedians travel a lot and they go from town to fucking town to fucking town and tell the same jokes over and over again, you know, and <clears throat> it's, uh, it's impressive, you know, some people love it and it makes sense that that's how, you know, they've been able to make a living or find some level of success, but you know, I've had to readjust my goals. Like, I love doing stand-up comedy, and I probably will continue to do it forever in some capacity. But as far as what I thought it would be like to make a living at it, as a clearer picture emerged of what that actually looked like from the inside, I had to pivot, you know? It's not my grind. And I, I don't deserve any level of success uh, that comes at the expense of someone else chasing their passion, you know? So, yeah, I just, uh, it's one of those, it's just an example of a time that, you know, I had formed this goal, put some effort into it, and then was able to, you know, pump the brakes on it for a good reason, you know? Like, it is a big commitment to achieve the type of reward that would make it self-sustaining. And what I had pictured in my mind didn't match up to, you know, what the reality was. Some things do, some things don't. Which is why you never know. Because this feeds into another thing you always kind of got to be on the lookout for, is that... If you have a, we all form pictures in our heads of our ideas immediately. And that's our reality until you kind of make it, you know, until you emerge it in the actual experience. So the, uh, what's the best way to say it? So like the, the fact that when we think about something, we kind of get this immediate 
oh that when you hear like someone list flavors you know you'll be like oh that doesn't sound really good and then you try it and sometimes it's really good sometimes it's not but where i'm going with this is that this is why i'm also a big fan of trying a million different things because just like you can think something is going to be more rewarding or f more fun or more of a fit for you when it's not you can think that things aren't these things when they are you know like you just you never know where you're going to find something that's just like this is the coolest thing ever i like i felt at home it felt really natural you know it was enjoyable you never know what that's going to be. And what a tragedy to miss out on a passion in life because, you know, the ideas that you borrowed from other people ended up being the ones you used in place of your own actual goals and aspirations and passions. You know? There's... A lot of ease and comfort comes to living in this world when you kind of learn the lessons of others. You know, it's a good thing to kind of observe, see how other people do it, learn from them. But there needs to be a level beyond that that's all your own. You know, if your passions, goals, dreams desires like if all these things are just you kind of picking somebody else's that was the most comfortable fit at first you know you haven't really developed an identity like you definitely haven't lived a life fulfilling to the level that would be possible if you know if you went beyond the you know, immediate dimensionality. So, I know this one's a little all over the place. They kind of all are. But the, the takeaway here that I want to leave everybody with is just, you know, try to, try to experiment with your character a little bit. You know, kind of trace back, like pull the strings trace a few things back to the beginning you know what's your biggest goal where did it start like go back to the root and see if you can trace that thread all the way back to your own idea or are you just gonna are you gonna just trace them all back to someone else's that sounded like a, a good fit I don't know I think there's a lot of value there and I think it could be very rewarding. So, all right. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. That's all I got for today. Talk to you tomorrow. Love you. Out.